This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey, friends, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. I am so glad to start a new week off with you. I tell you what, this week we uh, have, I have a guest that will tell not only his story, but his um, inspirational cause is going to tug at your heartstrings. I, I, I found myself getting sick. Uh, and uh, and just really being repulsed by the things that he has seen and experienced and what is happening out in not only around the world, but what is even happening here in the United States. And that's the topic of human sex trafficking. And I talk with Matt Parker with the Exodus Road on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week. And we're going to talk about this issue and what can be done we all need to raise awareness and discuss what is really happening in today's culture. And and we even talk about the gospel of the brothel. We talk about that these people are broken. These people are broken. And, and Matt actually found the courage to speak not only, not only to rescue these kids, these girls out of slavery, but also ministers to the people and has a heart for the people in the brothels. And it's not what you think it is. Uh, it's not just plain black and white evil. There's a, there's a ton of brokenness that evil feeds on. And these are broken people. So anyway, that's going to be later on this week. But we have two episodes on Monday and Friday where we're going to dive into the Dale Carnegie how to win friends and influence people. We continue our conversation about communication, human interaction, interpersonal communication, how to improve that. I hope you enjoyed last week and the week before when we dove into the first four of these principles. Uh, and today we're talking about principle two uh, in the section of the book entitled Six Ways to Make People Like You. Okay, principle two is smile. Now, before I start, I want to remind you about the, uh, on Friday, I talked to, I, I, at the end, I didn't know, I couldn't remember which Myers-Briggs um, personality result I had, and it is actually ENFP. ENFP is my personality result in the Myers-Briggs, but I'm a close I, INFP. And then also, I wanted to let you all know about uh, the new SpeakPipe app. I want to talk about this a little bit more from now on because I want to gather your testimonials. Uh, on the website, CourageousCommunity.com, there is a SpeakPipe app that you can click on and you're, allowed, you're able to give me 90 seconds of your testimony. Uh, so if you can, share your testimony of courage on the website. And when I've accumulated enough of them, I want to share them in the courageous community on a future courage cast. I want to share them. So just know when you give me your testimony, uh, you can give your name, you can be anonymous. It doesn't matter, 
but I want to hear people get inspired by hearing other people's stories. And that's what I want to build. I want to build a, a library of other people's stories on the Courageous Community. So go right there. It's real easy to do. You can do it from your phone. If you have the SpeakPipe app, it's real easy to get. Otherwise, you can do it from your desktop and talk right into it. All right? So now let's talk about principle two from how to win friends and influence people, six ways to make people like you. So this is way number two. Smile. We give ourselves a quick look in the mirror every morning before leaving the house to make sure we look good. But sometimes we still show up at the office, get the kids from school, or return home to our spouse with a frown on our face. Why do we pay more attention to what we wear on our bodies than what we wear on our faces? Smiling, as simple as the act is, is very, very powerful. It can't be an insincere grin, however. It's got to be kind of real. Okay. I can always tell when my wife is giving me a smile that's not real. And I can tell when my kids are giving me a smile when they're not real. And probably my closest friends, I can tell when they're real or not. But other people, maybe not. But they, you, might, you might get a feeling if you're not sure if they're really smiling, if they really mean it, uh, chances are they probably don't. Okay. So a real smile can turn someone's day around. It sends a message of goodwill. As a matter of fact, I'm smiling when I'm talking to you right now, and I bet you can uh, hear the difference in my voice because I'm smiling, and now I'm frowning. I'm talking with a frown, and I'm sure you can tell the difference when I talk with a frown. I can't even talk with a frown without sounding like I'm whining. But anyway, it sends a message of goodwill. It says to someone who is under a lot of pressure from his boss, his customers, his teacher, his parents, or children, that all is not hopeless. People who smile tend to manage, teach, and sell more effectively, and they raise happier children. There's far more information in a smile than a frown. That's why encouragement is a much more effective teaching device than punishment. That's a quote from James V. McConnell. Even when we're talking on the phone or talking on the Courage Cast, our smile comes through in our voices. In the book, Carnegie tells a story of a computer department manager who is desperately trying to recruit a PhD for his department. He finally found the perfect candidate, but the boy also had offers from much larger and better known companies. When the boy told the manager that he was choosing his company, the manager asked why. And the boy explained, I think it was because managers and other companies spoke on the phone in a cold business-like manner, which made me feel like just another business transaction. But your voice sounded as if you were glad to hear from me, that you really wanted me to be part of your organization. A simple smile can go a long way. I love that story. Challenge yourself. The way to practice this principle is very simple. Challenge yourself to smile at someone every hour of the day for a full week. I know it will feel forced in the beginning, okay? I have in my family, my wife and my kids, they don't like it when they feel forced to do something. And, and I'm, not, I'm not encouraging you to do it in a fake way. I'm not even encouraging you to or forcing you to do anything you don't want to do. But if you want to get better in your people skills and your human interaction, your human communication, and effective communication with other people, 
try this. Try smiling. This is number two ways to pe- the way uh, to make people like you, okay? And again, I don't like the phrase making people like you, but try it. Try to smile at someone every hour of the day for a full week. And if that doesn't motivate you, what I've just said, here are a few scriptures I think that will help. I wanted to bring these in because I think it's really, really important for us to understand the importance of it because it talks all throughout scripture, this topic of joy and smiling and being glad. Okay, so I'm just going to read a bunch of them. And maybe then you won't feel like I'm forcing you to do it. Proverbs 15.30 says, A cheerful look brings joy to the heart. Proverbs 17.22, A joyful heart is good medicine. Proverbs 15, A glad heart makes a happy face. For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. Psalm 126, Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Proverbs 31, she is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. James 1, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces patience. Matthew 5, 12, rejoice and be glad. Romans 5, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. Romans 12, 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Joshua 1 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Isaiah 41, fear not, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Job 9, I will change my expression and smile. Philippians 4.8, if you're having trouble smiling on your own, remember this verse. My dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Friends, if that doesn't make you smile, then share your prayer requests on the Courageous Community, on the SpeakPipe page, because we need to pray. We need to pray that that smile returns to your face. That's my hope and my prayer for you. But I know many of you are smiling today and many of you are choosing to smile today, even in the midst of very difficult things and very difficult trials. And so I am with you. I'm here to encourage you and the rest of our community is as well. I can't wait to be with you again. Again, this week is a great week to be listening because we're going to talk with Matt Parker in the next three episodes from the Exodus Road. Amazing testimony, amazing story you won't want to miss. I'll, I'll be back with you again, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff on another episode of Courage Cast. <laughs>